This is Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast, a podcast about, you guessed it, nonprofit fundraising. This isn't the first podcast about it, but definitely not like any others you've listened to. This is a podcast for fundraisers by fundraisers. No boring charts or the same stale best practices you've heard for years. No ideas that only work in theory here. No concepts from people who aren't in the same trenches as you are every single day. Each week, you'll get practical strategies and tips to craft messages that engage donors and raise more money. This isn't smoke and mirrors. Everything has been pressure tested in the real world. Plus, you can start using them as soon as the episode ends. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Thomas and Steve Thomas. Hello. Welcome to Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast. This is episode 20. The one you've been waiting for. The one you've been waiting for. The double X. <laughs> How to validate donors instead of thanking them. Part. Part two. I mean, like. Last week, last episode, episode 19, was about the concept of validating your donors, not thanking them. Don't tell them thank you. You might have bought into that. You might still be on the fence. <laughs> or haven't seen it. Or, or haven't seen it. Or don't care. Either way, we did that, but we didn't talk about how. Right. And so today, we're, gonna we're talking about how you do that. We're going to attempt. Give it a shot. Well, I mean, we're actually going to. It's, just, <laughs> it's whether we land the plane yeah, it's, or not. It's whether you feel like we did a good job or not. We're going to talk about the Olympics, that. The Olympics just ended, so I can imagine the East German hold up judges the cards. with the cards, right? Yeah. We'll see. But, um, I believe yeah, we did We did the episode, and um, I, I don't think we've intro. actually introduced ourselves. I'm, <laughs> we haven't. I'm, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, this is uh, whose lines anyway. The points don't matter. Hosts don't matter. <laughs> I'm Ryan Thomas, Vice President at Onicity. And I'm Steve Thomas, uh, CEO and one of the founding partners of Onicity. And you know, this work doesn't uh, stop at the office. It doesn't stop on Friday. It doesn't stop at 5 p.m. And fundraising is a full-time gig. It's a full-time thing. It's, you know, it's on commitment. your brain. It's a thing. Yeah, you got to commit to commitment. And we realized we had a podcast without mics and a setup because we were talking podcast at uh not talking podcast we were talking fundraising at events that aren't really set up for that like people's barbecues or birthday parties we're and basically saying we have no life whatsoever yeah sadly we really don't and so we've started a podcast which i'm not sure if that makes it better <laughs> or now we've leaned in so much we have equipment i don't know yeah it's up to you let us know um but you, you could alternately title this podcast Casual Conversations About Fundraising because, yeah, hashtag, because we're not trying to do a seminar, we're not trying to do a webinar. Not wearing a tie. No, purposely not. And we're just trying to talk fundraising and not worry about the presentation, worry about the content, worry yeah. about getting things across to you and well, having your, a dialogue. Your original conception of this was, you know, let's just... Let's just capture the conversations we're having. And hmm. we're... I originally wanted to just roll tape. <laughs> yeah. But... Awkward. Yeah, it didn't really work. So here we are. But, Alanicity, uh, our company, 
um, is not a barbecue catering company, definitely not a podcasting agency in and of itself, but we're a boutique ad agency focused on nonprofits and marketing, fundraising, you name it. Nonprofits are our jam. That's what gets us out of bed. Absolutely. And we want you to get out of bed and give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Google, um, wherever, Stitcher. Stitch, wherever you are listening to this right now, give us a five-star review or four and a half or four. We're not begging, but we'd like it. Yeah. If send us an email, if you think that would work and, and we would, I, I would beg for a five-star review. Anyway, do that. And if you have a question or a comment that you don't want to put into a podcast review and you want to send it straight to us, that is podcast at onenicity.com. And a few episodes ago, we did a mailbag and it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. And I want to make sure we have enough, you know, one or two questions, uh, not enough, but once we have enough, we'll sort through them, do that again. Maybe do the, you know, pull them right out of a, out of a bag, printed off, uh, live on the air, not study for it. Either way, send us feedback, any of that to podcast at Wednesday. Even if you just want to say, hey, give you a five-star review, just wanted to let you know, we would love that email. Yep. Our first segment every week is mail call, something we saw in the wild. Call it what you want. Either way, this is when we take real-life examples of fundraising or mail or something, marketing, something, and relate it to you and talk about what we think about it. Yep. You said before the show that you had an awesome example. So I, I'm going to take a risk and let you go first because if your example is that good, I'm going to wish yeah. you'd gone yeah. second. And for new listeners, one of the things that Ryan exercises as host is the positioning of who goes first because we don't talk about what we're going to do. But he, if I'm going first, it means he thinks he's got a really good one to close this that this segment with. We'll see. Yeah. So um, this is this is in the news, not directly fundraising related, but I'll you, you guys can be the judge if I can land the plane. If I can land the plane, connect the dots. So are you aware that there are some professional sports teams that are changing their names because those were kind of. Let's just say racist. In, yeah. Well, I was trying to avoid getting in the political. Thing. I want to get picked up by the algorithm. Okay. So, so anyway, um, so you're aware of that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a Cowboys uh, fan. So I'm very aware that now I have to face nervous? Washington football team. Well, are you nervous? Of, I mean, Cowboys could be like, there could be a lot of things that are bad about the Cowboys. Could be gender. Okay, be, I wasn't. I mean, yeah. I'm not. Okay. I wasn't. So I'm not. I am now. There. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, so Cleveland used to yeah, be the oh. Cleveland Indians. Yeah. Chief and they, Wahoo. Yeah, and they're so they're changing that. I I, I support that. I'm not from Cleveland, so That's I don't have here nor there. Yeah, neither thing. So okay, do you know what they're changing it to? Oh yeah, the oh, Guardians. The Guardians. I thought it was a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of a tie-in. It would have been better. Wouldn't that have been better? Oh yeah. So they went with 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 Cleveland Guardians. What's interesting is if I owned the Cleveland baseball team mm-hmm. and and was changing the name yeah one of the first things i would do because they did a bunch of fan interaction they asked opinions they gathered information when i got to the top three i'd had the intern larry over in the corner googling who owns cleveland explorers.com or cleveland whatever's.com mm-hmm. cleveland oh, yeah. guardians.com but yeah. you know what 
Apparently they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They just went with Cleveland Guardians. Turns out the Cleveland Guardians is a is a male roller derby team. Which, I mean, I learned something. I didn't know there was a male roller derby team. It, I didn't really want... I don't follow roller derby. So, I, so they don't own... Their own URL. They don't own their own URL. And so, I, one of the things is... A couple, couple of things to say is... Okay, even the pros blow it occasionally. Yep. Right? And, it happens. Because you know they didn't do that name change on a shoestring budget. No. No. I bet they spent like 1500 bucks on this whole thing. <laughs> an hour an hour yeah so somewhere there's somebody going hmm. i thought you were checking that oh no i thought you were checking that so at any rate they'll what's cool is this this roller derby team they are going to come out ahead oh yeah um <laughs> some checks will be written so um early on in winnicity i pitched a client i mean this was like year two uh i pitched a client on an idea for a campaign and checked on the way out the door that the campaign name was available. Pitched it. They went, you betcha. We went to dinner. Um, we got on to buy it, and it was gone. In and, a few hours. Yeah, that it, was like, it was like eight or nine hours. So um, since then, when we have an idea that we love... It just gets purchased. Yeah, well, two things happen. One is uh, we don't have interns, but somebody is as it's being brainstorming, they are checking to see, mm-hmm. is that available? That, that's not available. Okay. So well, stop. Then, we don't even talk about it anymore. We don't think about it, right? And there are ways around, if you don't own the URL, how to still use the name. Sure. And, but and if, you're, if you're with the Cleveland Guardians and you want to call us, we'll tell you know. what we think. Yeah, we, a, we've yeah. got an idea. Yeah, we'll let you know. Um, bottom line, stake out the real estate early before mm-hmm. you do anything else. So that's what I got. That's, that's my, I, I couldn't actually believe that actually happened. I just that's, blew my mind. You should also look at the, the logos between the two. They didn't do a big swap. The font's the same. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I see. They, they just took the, took the feather off. They right? took the feather off <laughs> and they took four <laughs> letters off the front, stuck two <laughs> more letters on. And it really was, I wonder how cheap we can get this yeah. done. Well, it's Cleveland. It, yeah, I hate to be critical about that, but anyway. All right, mine is I got a uh, really an extra points for bringing your homework. I finally brought my homework. Yeah. That does not several often episodes. Happen. He just was describing. Yeah, and very even, vividly. And he even said someone in his house had thrown it away. That yeah. was what I loved. Yeah, I'm bl- I know. Yeah, I, I blamed it on somebody, and I'm I'm okay doing that. Um, so this is an event invitation. And it's on. I mean, it, it looks really nice. It's it's Ooh, a dark yeah. purple, got kind of metallic, yeah, uh, lettering. It's it's really nice paper. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tells you you know name of the event where it's gonna be. It's it's about a got a, shiny stars. Yeah, it's really it's really well done. About a seven week lead time. Yeah. So that that's enough time okay. and stuff about the menu on the back. Uh, what's oh, yeah. gonna happen? It's Three a course dinner. Recourse dinner. There's and gonna I, be a band. I've seen the band. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've seen, seen that band. band. They're yeah. really good. They are good. It gives live auction highlights. So not every thing that's gonna be in the live yeah. auction, but here's some things yeah. you might want that Napa Valley wine train experience, yeah, which I've, I do. I. But what's missing from that <laughs> invitation is anything about what your gift is gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at that going. Give to our organ, and that's literally all that was in the envelope. 
Wow. There is nothing, There's nothing about, about what your attendance will do. Nope. Nothing. It is. It is. And if you don't know who these this guys organization are, is, you don't know what they do because it's not obvious from their logo or name. It, the, their name is not helping help helping people eat in North Texas. Yeah. Or uh, sloth sanctuary. Yeah. It is. It's not obvious. Sloth guardians. Ooh, sloth guardians. Nothing. Let's check that URL. Nothing like that is on there at all. And so the wow. thing to take away from that Bummer. is you can have done everything right. They got the right paper. They got the right logo. Yeah. This looks like a fun event. However, I'm not motivated to go because I don't, you don't want to bite those hand painted boots that badly. Yeah. right? Yeah. And if you're not going to tell me what it's for and who's going to benefit and what would the wording be to, you know, to benefit whatever, to benefit whoever, or, you know, every dollar you spend at the live auction uh. goes to Saving sloths, yep. Yep. things like keeping the enclosures up to date, yeah. putting in a new air conditioner, food. Tell me something why this event translates at all to what I care about, why I started with you. And that's another great place to put, and a generous donor or the board has paid for mm -hmm. all, all of the, our overhead and expenses to make this yep. happen. So when you do an event... Uh, if you can at all, if you get a big gift or you can work with the board to get all of that, um, all that stuff paid for the, the room, all the stuff. So that literally every dollar raised by the auction, by tickets, you know, whatever it is, does literally go to your fund. That's amazing. And so compelling, but it's going to be a great event. I, it's going to be a lot of fun. I won't know. <laughs> I mean, I follow them on Instagram and stuff, so I'll probably see pictures. It'll be awesome. Be like yeah. you were there. Yeah, we'll be. It's the closest I'm going to get to going to that. <laughs> and so, it, if they had told you what the benefit was about, would you have gone? Would you and Sarah Gussie up and go? Maybe. The other thing they leave out is how you pay for it or what you pay. Oh, there's yeah, no there's, price. Oh, what's well, a freebie? You, you're probably a high enough level <laughs> donor that they're giving you. The, I am. The, the I am special. not. I'm just high enough to get the nice paper and not the email. How do you RSVP? Oh, uh, you sent an email. It's way down at the bottom. Okay. Oh, no, that's about sponsorships. That's the other thing they left out. Huh. I guess you just show up. I mean, they told you where it is and when it is. And I noticed that they, they told you how to dress. Oh, they, yeah. Depending on what night that is, I may just show up. Go. I'll leave this I'll, for you. This I'll is do, your ticket in. I'll do my Beverly Hills moment. You yeah. Know? Here's your, this it's is your, like, I'm clearly I'm supposed in. to be here. I've got I'm this in. ticket. I'm here. And that's a nut, and that's a segue. So I, I went second, not because I knew this was better than yours, Although but that because was pretty sweet. But because I was doubling up. Yeah. Our next segment topic, our next thing we always do is something you should be doing. Try this if you're not already. Practical advice to help your fundraising today, tonight, tomorrow. Not long tail. This is going to take three months to put in place, but you're gonna you're gonna benefit from it. And mine is asking yourself. In any communication a donor is going to see, whether that's a fundraising communication, a soft touch email, anything a donor is going to see from your organization, ask yourself, why does a donor care about this? Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. And we've talked before in fundraising about why should a donor give to this? But uh, this event thing is kind of an example. You're not 
actually asking me for money, but you still haven't told me why I care. And if you send me an email, even if it doesn't ask for money and you don't tie it into why a donor cares about your mission, what you do, or why they should care about this email, not the one you sent last week or mm. two weeks ago, mm. that's just empty fluff. And you become known in their brain as, as we say in Texas, all hat, no cattle. All and hat, no cattle. It's, you yeah. become somebody that in the inbox or the mailbox, I'm not dying to open because ah, that probably doesn't matter. Yep. So yep. Yep. when working on something, when you're writing it, reviewing it, planning it, whatever it is, whatever stage you're touching something, ask yourself, why does a donor care about this? Yeah. What? yeah. Oh, that's really good. And that's that you, you point out all the problems with insider only can't mm -hmm. see the label on the jar you're in all that kind of stuff. So beautiful. All right. Mine is, uh, are you, you're familiar with REM, the, the musical group? Yeah. Not, I'm not familiar enough with the sleep cycle, you've but I've heard the band. Yeah, it's, well, it's the wrong time of year for to be getting a lot of sleep. Um, they have a song called what's the frequency Kenneth. Okay. Okay. And so I'm just going to use that as my jumping off point here to say Network for Good did a survey on small nonprofits. Okay. okay. What was their definition of small? Under a million dollars uh, cash in the door. From fundraising? Yes. Okay. From only from fundraising. Right. Oh, that's a good definition. Only, yeah. Current, current numbers. Okay. Uh, of which it, it looked like uh, it was about nearly 50-50 of the above 500000 and below. So it was a, a nice... That's a pretty well-strated... Nice, nice different. And it was 2,832 2, orgs were in the, in the survey. Of these smaller uh, nonprofits, 60% okay. of them have an email list of fewer than 1,000 contacts. So in the 15 and the 1,600 of those yeah. range. Yeah. 15, 1,600 orgs. Yeah. Less than 1,000 contacts in the email list. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there. So that that takes me to, and I'm not gonna. We're gonna talk about this another time. Kevin Hart, the comedian. He and Snoop did the Olympic thing back and forth. Oh right? yeah. Kevin Hart has an interesting story about building an email list, and that'll be for another time. Okay. But for now, we're staying with the REM I'm, thing, which is what's the frequency, Kenneth? Yeah. Okay. Um, the second thing is 82% of these small nonprofits send fewer than one email per month. Fewer than one email. So let's call it 11. A year. A, a, a year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So you went, you got their equipment, I knew, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I, I know it's hard to send any but one a month. Yeah. So my recommendation is, and to answer the REM question, what is the yeah. frequency, Kenneth? Well, Kenneth, the frequency is above 12 a year. Yeah. In fact, you probably ought to shoot for, pick a number, 14, 15, 18 a year, and see if you can push mm -hmm. that along. I, now, we're... Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't... With our clients we work with, I don't get concerned if the frequency over a year... I don't get concerned until it hits 30. Yeah. And, so, that's, and that's, so that's emails so we like, help produce that are fundraising. And they're sending other stuff, yep. right? Okay. So one of the things that's happening, if you're sending less, let's just let's, uh, for, let's for, just say for, one a month for clarity purposes, you twelve a year, is you are getting snowed in by all the other marketing messages and all the other nonprofits and the lawn companies mm -hmm. and you know, think about it if, if you know, I think about 
church, but any organization or you move into a neighborhood, if you aren't out and talking to people frequently, so if you only saw your neighbor once a month, yeah, you would never get to know him or her. Yeah. In non-COVID times. Correct. Correct. In non-COVID times. Yeah. If you know, if you if you start going to church and you only show up once a month, you're never going to make friends. <laughs> no. And you have to that frequency because every time you, you come in into the inbox, you have yeah. to you're reintroducing your organization to them, starting from scratch. From scratch. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, we're a we're a small ad agency. I mean, we do this for a living, but we're mostly working on creating work for our clients, and so it's hard. Our version of what a small nonprofit experience is, is we don't have time to work on our business. Oh, yeah. Because we're helping our clients with their business. Yeah, if, if they if, if Network for Good came and surveyed us, oh, yeah. we, we would definitely... Yeah. We, yeah. We've got more than 1,000 in the book, but we don't send 12 a year. Yeah, but, but that's something we'll figure out. And yeah. here's, here's my recommendation for myself and for you, as you would say, dear listener, uh, is, is to say... So let's just say you have you an e-newsletter. Lots of people do e-newsletters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chop that baby up into three pieces. Don't send one e-newsletter. Don't send one e-newsletter with four sections or five sections. Previously, we've talked about these long these long newsletters that probably are not wise. Chop that thing up. Here's the volunteer thing. Here is the news. Here's mm-hmm. the ask. And break it up. That it will only cost you three subject lines. And a, and or three, however, however and many three, subject three lines, yeah. yeah. However many you're adding, you got to talk to your donors more, hmm. and that doesn't add a lot of dollars. It adds a little bit of time, but not probably as much time as you think. Mm-hmm. And just don't be afraid. So start with pick your number 15, 18, whatever you want to you want yeah. to do a year, and gradually ease into it. If if you're so bad at it and you're doing such a bad job that you start getting unsubscribes, okay, dial it down a couple. Slightly. Yeah, but but, but commit all, to more. And also, when someone unsubscribes, see if you can figure out who they are and if they've <laughs> ever given to you anyway. Or, or ever opened any or, previous emails. Because if you get unsubscribed from somebody who never opened your email, didn't really like you anyway, that doesn't necessarily mean you're doing a bad job. Ex- oh, that's a great point. Good job. Yeah. All yeah, feedback yeah. is relative. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's from your boss. So REM, what's the frequency, what's Kenneth? The frequency, the, Kenneth. The frequency, Kenneth, is about 18 at a minimum for a year. Yeah. Minimum. Under under 18, no good. Yeah. No bueno. No bueno. Okay. There you go. Well, last week, <laughs> our heroes. Our heroes. <laughs> um, we talked around. <sighs> that was such a bad episode. I did yeah, such a so, bad job. Our issue was we thought that talking about validating donors is something we could talk a lot about, and we didn't want to go into a two-hour episode. No, I made the fact, vain. We're working to kind of cut them down. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to get it. We're trying to get forty-five minutes, but I also made the vain decision to say, well, we don't want to cut some of these cool segments, so let's split it up into two parts. Yeah, and we did. Lesson learned. Halfway through. The first episode last week, we realized you can talk theory only so only long. so long because then all of the theory points are really back backed up <laughs> by practical. And, and what was fun was we were both coming to that conclusion 
separately in our own heads on camera on recording and not being able to do i didn't even have a piece of paper yep. to write a note with we saying bail out bail we don't out. do we don't do takes we don't no. you know because it's like email we who's got time for takes it's too much roll it so, baby anyway yeah if you didn't listen to last week just skip it skip it or Look. go back you're gonna get all i guarantee you're gonna get all the salient points also this week oh really okay I'm cool. just I'm just gonna say you're yeah. gonna get everything you need out of this one. All right, we'll go for it. But hit play so we get credit for the listen. Yeah, please do. So we talked about you shouldn't thank your donors. You which, probably, is, which is totally just a clickbait. For sure. But headline. you need the clickbait. Yeah. Don't thank your donors. Yeah. What validate you do, Ryan? Validate them instead. And what does that mean? You're a good person? You've yeah, come to our gala? That, yeah, I came, came to the gala. I spent a lot of money on a, uh idyllic trip to Mission Valois, wherever that is. Validating your donor is telling them what their gift did. What impact did they have? What Thinking, a great decision you made to give to the Sloth Sanctuary. Your $20 made sure that Jeffrey the Sloth was able to eat. Mm-hmm. He was able to be in a covered enclosure instead of exposed to the elements while he We were heals. able to get the professional claw trimming. He yeah, really desperately got the needed. good Dremel. Yeah. That's validation. And if you say, thank you for your gift, here's what it did. That's fine. Okay. But if you just say, hey, thank you for your gift of $20, just so you know, that's, that's tax deductible. <laughs> we are accredited with the IRS. It's all good. That's not enough. You, you cannot... And it doesn't feel good to the donor. You can't stand out. It's, 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 almost, not, it's almost not noticeable. Because the reason you want to do that is you're wanting to start a cycle or a flywheel. Pick your metaphor where that the donor gives a gift and does part of the work in coming back to mm-hmm. you to give another gift. Mm-hmm. And coming back to you and giving another gift. And they're not going to give you 12 gifts a year. It'd be nice if they could be like the email and give 18 or 24 gifts a year, but they're not going to do that. Some but, will. But can they give you another gift? Because And, and you want to validate that decision before you're asking again. again. And the thank you doesn't deliver mm-hmm. the goods. It doesn't make them feel good. They get the warm glow mm-hmm. when they give you that first gift yep. or that when they first give yeah, they you feel, the gift. Uh, they, they, something was feeling good for them mm-hmm. to give the gift. You draw back on those feelings when you validate what they did. Mm-hmm. So a week later, when they get the thank you or validation. The IRS requires you, us to see right. this piece of paper. You then don't make them, okay, we got to give this to the to TurboTax or whatever. They're, <laughs> they're like, oh, that did feel good to save the sloth. I like them. Yeah. That's really awesome. And it feels good. But, okay, Why? Done, taken care of. We get that you should do that, or you disagree and you're still on the fence. Either way, how do you do that? Hmm. Aside from the IRS, yeah, thank you. So let's just, I, I want to just be really clear and separate a gift acknowledgement. Your check arrived, usually happens on a website. You know, we, we do our, when we do websites, mm-hmm. we're really the automated thing that, yep. that comes out of the landing, the giving page. Okay. The, that's the requirement. That's mm-hmm. like, oh, we opened your mail. That's so you don't get sh- shut down. Yeah. It, 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 but you're trying to build a relationship relationship with a donor, and you have influenced somehow that donor's behavior. And one of the things you have to think about is how does that how did that 
that go and how can we do that again so that donor can 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 build a relationship with you as a as the fundraiser and the organization okay mm -hmm. so i felt so lousy about how that went um i mean it wasn't horrible but it was, certainly was not what i was trying to get i, I didn't we did a lot of empty talk a lot more empty talking than yeah, we normally do yeah i i kept thinking i need a sock puppet because it's like blah 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 okay so um uh, I felt so awful about it. I did what I never do is I came up with an act, not acronym, but I alliteration with letters. Okay. Okay. All right. So instead of, yeah, we don't usually do this. Instead this is of great. thank you, I have, I have seven T words. Now, usually when you say like a letter word, it's a curse word. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of great. Got, well, you've got little kids. I can't, uh, the T word. So, so, okay. the, so seven words that begin with T that you, you're not gonna remember them, but but that, that can connect back to, instead of thank you, do this, okay? Here's how it works. Okay. So instead of saying thank you, tap into the emotion in the, in the ask they responded to. Remind them of, if you, if you were going with the emotions of how good it feels to help in the situation, mm -hmm. or how difficult the emotions are with somebody who is living in the situation, or how difficult it is to do this, or how uh, scary it is to live this way, tap into that emotion with a message coming back saying, the, the um, I'm trying not to just do sloths, but sloths are such an easy way to, because I know we don't have any yeah, we don't, sloth we don't people. Defend, we yeah, don't offend anybody. Don't, well, or get into, but let's just say you're, you're helping someone who is, uh, 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 having a difficult time of their life economically and, and maybe they're experiencing homelessness or, or poverty. And you say, we talked to you about how hard that is and how scary it is to be living on the margin day after day after day. And I just want you to know your gift changed that fear into hopefulness. Mm -hmm. And you should, as the donor, feel wonderful, feel fulfilled, feel satisfied, whatever the emotion is that you want to, you want to tap into, uh, tap into, uh, that you, that you connect it mm -hmm. that way. And okay. Th it's a nice way to call back to what they did, which you can do lots of data ways. Easy. And if you aren't set up in a data way, just kind of match up gift date to what you've been sending. No one, no one's going to be mad that you validated. If you say, you know, you helped somebody who had been experiencing homelessness and was sleeping on the street and they gave so that someone could eat who's experiencing hunger, they're not going to say, and screw you. I didn't give to that yeah. jerk. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things to do is uh, you, you bring up a good point about how, how much you can know about the donor. Sometimes you have to deal with generalities mm -hmm. and that's okay. The main thing is don't have one, um, thank you validation message you send all year. A template. A template. Mwah. So, um, here's why that's worth the time is this plays into all of these these validation things. They play into let's if you're if you're a, a faith based organization, stewardship is a is a is a comfortable language. Mm -hmm. You're wanting to remind the donor that their stewardship of, of of their resources, their gift, it was a good decision for them to good for them to do that. That made sense. The other part is to think about 
you as the organization, you're being a good steward of that donor. Mm -hmm. Because that donor is a big deal, and you're building a relationship that doesn't involve just inviting them for cocktails somewhere in some fancy place in Dallas. Which you don't know how much it's going to cost to get yeah. in. But yeah. even if you're not a faith-based, by, by proving that that dollar was well spent by the donor, that's sort of like in the stock market, early returns oh, yeah. so that they care about you, you stick in the brain because between now and even the next appeal they get or whatever touch point they get, someone else is sliding into their mailbox, sliding into their inbox. Oh, and yeah. with, a, with a strong, emotional, solid pitch. If you've already said you have made a difference, they have momentum, people, we've talked about it, are wired to be consistent. Those early returns, that doesn't start with a T, but the early returns do make a difference. You can just do early returns. <laughs> Okay. All right. I would have had a thought about that. Okay. Dang it. Yeah. Got to stay up with me. So what's your second T? Right, you got tap. What's, okay. a, what's another way that you can validate a donor? If you have um, a location, I mean, if you're... A physical a location. A physical location, and you're able to offer a tour, you say, you made this happen because of your generous gift. We'd love for you to come and see. Come and see your gift in action. Come see what's happening. You will feel amazing about not only the gift you gave, but the work that's being done. And it gives you a chance to meet them. Yep. In person. In person. So, and, um, and if you're not, you know, who knows when you're listening to this, we're recording this in summer of 2021. Not everybody's open or things are open and then shutting. If at any point you aren't available or it's not right for you to do a tour, grab your iPhone and, and go do tape a tape a tour. Tape a tour. Another T. Oh, that's okay. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I'm too up. Either, and you can do it a couple ways. You could either get an intern or someone to follow you and oh, you're yeah. talking to the camera. You don't like have to do virtual reality nope. stuff. Or you can carry it through. But either way, a video showing behind your walls with things moving and things happening that aren't just photos, that makes a big difference. It, it becomes real. Mm -hmm. I don't have a tea pun for that. So, right. so tap tour. What's number three? <laughs> Diphthongs are tough, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, it's testimony. Mm. Okay. So a lot of times in the ask or in the appeal in the newsletter, You've given a testimony, you know, the little sloth says, I, I sleep well at night, what, yeah. whatever, you know, you, you give an example. Mm -hmm. After your gift acknowledgement, after you've done some fall to raw, wait a few weeks and say to a donor in, a, in you know, uh, I'm some not talking mechanics, but in communication, you say, I just wanted to be sure you heard from... Larry, because Larry said this about what's happening here. And is, is in this example, is Larry the same person we heard from before? <laughs> well, or no, and that's be. no no, and that's it a legitimate be. Oh, that's a great I'm question. Not yeah. Trying to trip you up another T. No, I'm time. just saying, <laughs> is it 
can can I accomplish the testimony validation with any kind of validation I, quote, or does it have to tie back? No, to what I don't I think it has okay. to tie back. I mean, that could be a I, nice. Obviously, angle. that's optimal. But well, yeah, or or but you could also say, here's one of the other people that that you're you're we're doing, you're, you're helping us do such good work. I I'm tripping over testimonies. <laughs> oh, another T. Yeah, okay, that was good. That's the first one I meant to. Yeah, do. I wish that I wish Roman numerals had T's in them because then we could, yeah we could, we, we, we could that. really get there another time. Okay. Yeah. So, so don't save testimonies only for the ask or only for the newsletter. Fire a testimony at a donor. Okay. Here's another testimony idea. If you have if you have donors that are your fans and you have great relationship with them, ask them to share why they give, and use that as part of as another way of doing testimony to say. Just wanted you to hear from one of the one of your maybe one of your neighbors, neighbors, one of your fellow supporters of the organization about why they feel good about the work. You're in good company. You're good people. The people in this community, people in our tribe, whatever that, fits. That that social proof, social proof really works. That's why Yelp is a thing. And getting a review from someone like you mm-hmm. matters. And Practically, that can work even if you have to change the name, even if you can't use the name. Same with photo. Just just like with a deadline and just saying, just putting a deadline in there, just saying, hey, here's a testimonial from a real person here, and here's the quote, that still has some impact in people's brains. And in the good old days, uh, people chased the mayor or, you know, uh, a, a famous uh, a, a city person, a city or council person, or chief of police as as the as the testimony as the endorser. That's great. There's uh, still some value there, uh, no question. But here's what people are looking for: is someone like them mm-hmm. that says, "I've been a donor here for 15 years because of this," or or if you frame it right. Uh, thank you for joining donors like me. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. It, that that on Yelp, uh, I'm not seeing the fancy schmancy chefs give re- it's it's regular people. Yep. Okay, it's Larry from Minnesota. Still didn't like those tacos. Well, you, you're just looking for the recommendation. Okay, testimony T three tap tour testimony number four. Bum time. And this is uh, this is a total T-I-M-E, not T-H-Y-M-E. Yeah, correct. This is a total shoehorn. I fully own it. But right. ask donors, now that you've given financially, will you give of your time? Come and see. Come and share. Volunteer. And and you're you're asking them to uh, let's think about this. For most people, uh, not everyone obviously, but for most people, time is more precious than money. Because they, in theory, can make more money. Mm-hmm. You've pretty much got the time you've got. Yeah. And so people who will give you time, you need to really pay attention to. But you got to ask them. And you got to say, now that, you've, now that you're part of our family, now that mm-hmm. you're one of our supporters, now that you're in the whatever, uh, come, come and, and serve. Come and see. Come and help. It, and you know, then you lay out how that works. And if you get them to come, you quickly... Give them the opportunity to see. They're, they're seeing everything firsthand. And once they've been a part of the, the physical doing, they will think about you very mm-hmm. differently. A lot. And many organizations find volunteers 
troublesome and mm -hmm. not worth the hassle. And they're just wrong. To be clear, they are often a hassle. They're just worth it. Oh, yeah. Well, all that money coming in yeah. is a hassle, yep. too. You got yeah, to find someone you to gotta process it. it you got you know, to get in the bank. And people think you ought to keep but, track of it and all that stuff. But it's worth it, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and theoretically. And it is worth it to have all those people around. You know, we have clients who are trying to think up busy work just because they got so many people wanting to volunteer. I don't because want to turn you down. Because they're they get using it. it to validate? Yep. To validate. Oh, oh, I got to say this. Um, we have one client. Actually, we have more than one client that are geniuses at turning volunteer things into corporate giving. Because mm -hmm. they get a little team from, from the organization to come and do... And then they, on the way out, go, hey, hey how about some, you guys are yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So give that, yeah, time. I was trying to do a T for that. They're, that doesn't work for corporate giving. No. Uh, no. Tap tours, testimony, time. So I just got to check with you. Does this, this feels a little more solid than last week. It's more practical. Okay. Because. Which is what we said we were yep, going to do, right? If, okay. If. In anything we do, and anytime I'm listening or reading something, if I'm trying to learn something, I, okay, theory is great. I, that, that helps me buy in, but that doesn't help me do that. Right. Like, yes, I should not have big old brown spots in my yard. I've bought into that. How do I get rid of them? <laughs> Why won't they go away? Yeah, and, like, great. I, do, I, I bought in. I, I get I don't. I don't need that. How do I get rid of it? How do I fix it? How do I do what you're telling me is awesome? Yep. So I this is very practical. This is where you and I really, aside from last episode, like to live. Yeah. Yeah. The last episode was your fault. So it, yeah, yeah. No, it totally was. <laughs> so what's your next one? After time. Uh tie in. Okay. Okay. It's good. I see. And I, it's, I'm not good at this. I'm just working. No, nah, that, that, okay. that's better. So yeah, that's good. You're trying to tie in with something going on in not your life, but the donor's life. Okay. Okay. So the way that I'll give you an example, we have several clients right now who are creating uh, some version, some kind of calendar for mm -hmm. their uh, not for the whole donor file, but for select cadres of, of donors. The reason being, they're able to tie in with the end of the year, moving into January, and they're able to talk to the donor about, here are the things people like you, donors like you, or all together, we have done this. And mm -hmm. it, is, it, it is some work, and it's a hassle. Amazing. But... It is amazing, not and, and obviously not everyone puts up a calendar because everybody's on these digital things. But one of the things we have seen with clients who have been doing this multiple years is there's a group of donors, even if their whole lives are on digital, hmm. uh, their real calendar is on their phones and, and their, their computer stuff, they still, if they love you, you've sent them this thing, they put it up. Hmm. It, it may not be their calendar, but it is a calendar in their home. And that's an important distinction because the idea well is that allows you to tap them. <laughs> Often there's a testimony <laughs> and multiple times be in the home with them. Exactly. And if you put it, if they put it anywhere in their house, 
they are going to see it and they're going to think of you every time they go by. If nothing else, they get behind a month. They then have to look at two months as they <laughs> flip it. Exactly. You're re-engaged. Exactly. And, and one of the things I would say is that, so Chris and I, we live our lives. Everything is on the iPhone calendar. It's all, you know, the multiple calendars, everything's there. We don't live on a paper calendar yet. We have two calendars. Hmm. You guys, yep. your family gave us a calendar for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I love flipping that over to see what's, who, on, what's who's next in, month. Who's, who's in next? July, right? And we have a client calendar up because it, uh, it's a client calendar. We love it. And, and it's impressive. And that one looks good. Yeah. Uh, we have stories. We're not doing it because it looks good. We have stories. No, I meant the calendar stuff looks good. Oh, this good. calendar stuff looks good. I thought you meant it looked good for us to have that up. No. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, you logged onto the zoo. I got your calendar. But how this is awkward. I was just checking to see what Labor Day was. Yeah. So the the thing about it is, and and maybe some of the proof that that we love it is not only are the clients that do this having tremendous uh, retention rates and retaining uh, donors and getting second gifts from first time donors, but the other part is. We have had clients say to us, our donors are asking when next year's mm -hmm. calendar is going to arrive. And anything you can make <laughs> that a donor will ask for in advance. And, and, and let's be clear, this is not um, a mud valley, middle of the country. These are all, all West Coast tech areas where donors are, are asking when does when do I get my when do calendar? I get my paper calendar not when I get my download no. when do I get when do I get the new yeah. phone wallpaper so just just play in that world tie in to what's going on in their world I like it all right you got tap two more two more tap tours testimony time tie, tie in. in yeah and touches Okay. okay, so um, part of our language internally at Winnicity is we talk about things being soft touches, mm -hmm. and we talk about messages being uh, full-on asks. And for reference, a soft touch is something is a is a touch a communication that doesn't involve a financial ask. Yeah, yeah. So to give you an example. Uh, one of our clients, as part of their validation piece, and I, I'm so excited about about what they're doing, is this is a uh, an organization who, um, uh, again, needing to just disguise slightly, uh, they have a campus and they are working with with people uh, in need. And one of the things that that the the CEO did was use a they they built a poster basically that had inspirational messages and an inspirational image. And it's everywhere. And it's part of kind of their teaching for the year mm -hmm. for the for the people for their residents. And so one of the things that we're doing is creating uh, a magnet, a little, you know, and this this is going to us to a relatively small group of, of donors and telling the story of, of where it is and what it is. And this is a faith-based organization. And so then, then we've created the magnet that looks like the poster. We nice. are telling the donors about the story of the poster because it's in back. That in action. There's some cool backstory with it, and it's 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 pretty neat. And then asking two things: the donor to live this this inspiration in their own life, and 
pray for the residents of our client. Nice. And, and that is, again, not everybody has a refrigerator magnet. Not everybody can afford that kind of thing. But in, in look, if you get X, X percentage of the people to put it on the refrigerator, don't you know they Those. think differently about you when the newsletter mm-hmm. arrives or your next appeal? Because every time they're going for the orange juice, they it's open right the, there. It's right there. And it's that goes back to time. It's that frequency, that engagement. A low-cost version of a magnet, if somebody's buying into this, like, oh, yeah, we don't have the budget for a magnet, is a bookmark. Oh, absolutely. There are still people who read real books. Yeah, and, and even if they don't, if they're, they're book people at all. They like a bookmark. Why not? So that's an easy way. And, and because we work with lots of uh, Christian organizations or people that are faith-based, we'll often connect this not as a device, but asking these people to not only, you know, to, to be aware of, but to, but to pray. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, I need to say, it, it's not because that's a device. It's just a powerful thing to have people praying. Uh, and we, we truly believe that yeah. that's the most powerful thing. Just, just like time is literally more valuable than money prayers are powerful. If you don't buy into that, that's no problem. But if you do buy into that, you understand why an organization is asking you to pray. Exactly. And, and let's just say, I, in, in all the years of working for Christian organizations, I have not heard of a single complaint from, a, from someone about any prayer language. Never have I heard anybody get upset. You, who are you to ask me to pray? So it's okay. It's just okay. All right, so what's your last one? My last one, transformation. Um, tell, an, a, and this is different than the testimony. Okay, a testimony is me telling how I'm different or how you have benefited me. A person yeah. at, at the organization I, saying, because of you, because of people like you, my I'm life, off drugs. My yeah, life is yeah. better. Hi, I'm off Steve the street. Thomas. I'm, you know, I've cut down on coffee. I've been able to live my life differently or better. I'm a, you know, better husband, better, you know, whatever it is. Whatever, whatever it is. Transformation is as the asker, the CEO, the 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 email person, person. the spokesperson for the organization. I say something like, "I just have to tell you this story." Here, the quotes begins. Quote, I just have to tell you, I ran into Betty the other day in the hallway. And less than a year ago, Betty was strung out on drugs or Betty was struggling with, you know, whatever the problem you're solving. And and you'd never know it by seeing her now. She's got a job. She just got her apartment. She is so excited because she just bought a car. And that transformation is due in part because of your involvement and your generous support at this organization. I promise you, you tell a story or two to donors through the year with Mm -hmm. that, they will have a relationship with the people you're serving with. Here's what's cool. If you do that well, you you will build a relationship back to leader voice with the person who speaks for the organization. Mm-hmm. And that's... That's very powerful. That's gold. Seven T's. Seven T's. I like it. And I like that all of those can be done regardless of budget. Oh, yeah. You can do really expensive 
or if you don't even have the budget to do any extra touches, you can include this language in your next fundraising appeal. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. it still has an impact. There's literally zero excuse to not validate a donor. And, and so let's just say you don't buy this. That you're like, I, I still that's don't. That's stupid. I still, yeah. Well, well, they're stupid. I think that's stupid. But okay. But we're going to allow for that. So here's the here's the thing. Is if if you um, if you're not willing to do this validation, you genuinely are treating donors like ATMs, which mm-hmm. we use as the worst example of you just walk up to somebody and you throw your appeal or email or you know your your cute little speech and then money pops out. That's a one-time transaction, hmm. and you never want a one-time transaction. You want a lifetime relationship. We often talk about donors aren't donors until they've given you a second gift. Exactly. I, I give one gift to lots of people, research, intelligence, all sorts of things. I'm not really a donor until I'm giving again. Well, and, and so many times people, the first time donors are responding out of a, a very superficial understanding mm-hmm. and a very high piece of emotion that may have nothing to do with you, the organization. True. Can yeah. be totally in that person's life. Well, that storm may pass in their life. Their, you know, brother-in-law may, you know, get, get better, get better, or, you know, what cancer, their cancer may get better. What, whatever the, that, whatever motivated them, that may go away. And then you got nothing to connect with them about. Yeah. Bad plan. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay. The other thing I'm going to say about this is if you can't validate so, so say, you know, well, let's just dream someone listens to this or sees this and they go, we're going to do this. They go into their boss or they go into the board and the board goes, well, we can't, it's going to cost money. Yeah. Or, or where are we going to get all these stories? How are we yeah. going to do this? What's that going to, that's a clue about how great your organization may or may not be doing work. Hmm. And I don't mean to, but, but not every problem's a marketing problem. In fact, few of them are. <laughs> yeah. The marketing problems are the ones you can solve. So, so if you're if you're if you love this but you can't get anybody else on board about it, recognize you've got some organizational stuff around you that you you, you need mm-hmm. to work out, or get your yep. resume on the street. Yeah. Or so, Con, it, send us an email. I I I bet in ten minutes of sending an email back from us, we can help you validate if you are genuinely stuck. Yeah. Oh, no question. Oh, that'd be kind of a fun uh, validate this game. Yep. If that. you if you're if you're up against a wall, can't figure it out, email us. We can help you think around that corner. And, and if you genuinely are glad about what donors have done, and 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 all you want all you can do is say thank you in six lines, and you got nothing else, re-examine yourself mm-hmm. because that that's just you're too busy or you're. You don't have your priorities straight or something. You're not because, a good writer. Yeah. I, this is, but, but you don't even have to be a good writer. You just have to care, right? You yeah. just have to want to feed back to these people why their hard-earned work or the their hard-earned dollars, money your, and yeah, time. And that, why that matter? Okay. All right. Quit. 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 Let's, Sorry. Yeah. Obviously, we care about this. <laughs> we devoted one crappy episode, one good episode to the topic. But next, now that we're past that, we're done with the T's, at least none of mine 
yeah, nothing after this for me starts with T. Would bother you if I've got one more T to do in the next segment? No, that would be, that would be on brand. We have things that we, before this podcast, would share and put on each other's radar as you ought to look at this, you ought to read this, this is interesting, it's not urgent, it's not always fundraising related, sometimes it's tangential, but it ought to be on your radar if you like thinking. And all of us as fundraisers have to be thinking because we got to think a way to do these things. So mine, I'm going to go first, is... An article in the Washington Post about goldfish who have been released into, you know, lakes or creeks or ponds. People like in my goldfish bowl, I decided you have gold done with this and we're we're just dumping it. He's not dead, so we don't want to flush him. (laughs) So we're just gonna release him into the wild. Happens a lot. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Nature services, city departments are begging people to stop. (laughs) Because they are ruining the ecosystem in a pond. Goldfish? Know, yeah, they apparently will um, screw up the sediment down at the bottom and they uproot plants' roots down at the bottom, screw up the ecosystem. They eat a bunch of food. They grow massive. They can grow football-sized. Like those koi you see. It, it, but, I mean, they can yeah. grow to the size of an NFL football. I would like to see a football-sized goldfish. And... They're destroying ecosystems. So people are begging families, don't do that. Take it back to the pet shop. Do anything else. They're not saying flush him, but they're kind of they're saying flush him. Okay. Like, hey, that's 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 public works problem. We're the we're we're parks and rec. It's not a big deal. That's that's the, that's those guys' problem. But the only way this ties back, and it does tie back, is we'll see. Thinking about the consequences downstream, no pun intended, to your actions, because. In a vacuum, I'm doing a good thing. I've got a goldfish. It's not working our life. So I don't want to flush him. He's not dead. I don't want to kill him. So I'm just going to put him back where he came from, in nature. Our relationship's not what we thought it was. It's not working. And so I put him back into nature, which should be the humane good thing (laughs) to do. Gosh, that's so true. But because of that small decision, small action I took that I I didn't ask an expert, I didn't examine it from lots of directions, I did it. Lots of bad things happen at Cascades. You can accidentally do that same kind of thing in your organization or in fundraising. I, you can get into the database. You can change something. You could you can put in a business <laughs> we've rule. Seen, we've seen that. You yeah. can put in a business rule to solve one problem, create five more. Yep. There are all sorts of things that can happen from your action. So take the time before you do anything to Think about, ask somebody else, try to figure out what other departments would be impacted by your action. Get stakeholders. That's such a corporate term. Talk to people who might be impacted by what you're thinking about doing. Ask around before you do it, right? Yeah. Walk around the office. Anybody going to be mad if I do this? Anybody see a problem with this? If everybody, if you get a shoulder shrug, you're probably good. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. No. So what's yours? My last T of this episode. Okay. All right. Is TikTok. Which that's, could be. I was going to say that's two actually T's. two T's. Yeah, it could you should have gone for call it, extra credit. I would just call it the talk. Which so, is still two T's. I, not the talk. If you call it the talk. The talk. Oh, the talk. Oh. Which sounds like it ought to be one of those fancy TV shows. That's true. I yeah, there are it. lots of. So I, I, previous episodes, I've made fun of the talk. We, we've actually then, then in, in conversation, come up with what are really sound kind of ways that a nonprofit. 
could use TikTok. Yeah, we've helped clients yeah. With, yeah. with the talk. The talk. As long <laughs> as I'm on the other side of the camera on the talk, I'm all good. <laughs> so I ran across a stat, and you and I talked about it, and I was afraid you were going to do it this time, so I got ahead of you, um, about who are the TikTok users? Because oh, I have this perception, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people do, yep. of who is on yeah. the talk. Oh, and yeah. it is all people. It's all the youngs. It's all the youngs. Well, so there are um, 65.9 million month a user is someone who uses it at least once a month. Okay. Okay. And that's well, in the U.S., right? Bill Curry. This is just okay. the U.S. And this was spring 20. Which, 20 for the record, there are 330 million people. So if you're not thinking about the talk, there's a sizable percentage of people who you're missing out on. So here's what blew me away is... The, the demographic I thought was the main demographic of TikTok is like Those seven kids. years old to, to 18, 19, 20, okay. right? Yeah. People who got time to do this thing, yep. okay? I would have guessed 50%. What would you have guessed? And you've already looked. I have so, looked, yeah. but I, I would have gone 50, 55%. I, yeah, that was my perception. I would have said under 30 those segments, how you break them out, under 30 accounted for 60% yeah. of TikTok. So 10, 10 years old to 19. And what is a 10-year-old doing on TikTok? That's a whole other story. Good. But yeah. okay. uh, is 25% of the of, entire of, user base. Of the, uh, of the U.S. users. Yeah. 65.9 million users. 25% of them are under 19. So, okay. Wow. All right. 16 million. Thereabouts. So if you think, gosh, how can I get 20 million people to see my message? That would be TikTok users over 40. Okay. So that is 31% of the TikTok users are over 40. Marketing math, that's a third well, of the TikTok people. And that's also a lot of the boomers who have money. And that's going to, that gets you down into, and someday we're going to kick around generational mm -hmm. stuff, but that gets you into some of these fabulous, fa air quote, fabulous generations you ought to be supporting and, and pursuing. So I, I just say, it, it, so the TikTok, it, this, our reference to the strategies uh, that, that really do show promise on TikTok, which is not holding up your direct mail or putting your your e-newsletter your e on or any of that kind of stuff. But there are some strategies put that, some, that, that put have... some Drake or some music yeah. behind it and just flip through. <laughs> anyway, uh, there there's an audience that you probably do want to connect with. Now, here are some questions. Geographic. A lot of times, I'm not... I don't care about someone in, you know, Jersey City mm -hmm. somewhere seeing a TikTok for one of our clients because we don't have... It's a, not the base. Yeah, it's not our base. The other thing is, what is your strategy? Huh. If, you can, if you can define your strategy and if it fits, it, if it lines up on the whiteboard or on your Excel spreadsheet with all of your other strategies, you may want to pursue it. If it's one of those out here that's just like, oh, this is really cool. We finally figured out how to use TikTok, but it, it really doesn't fit with anything else. Don't do it. But it could be interesting to play with. So... On your radar, TikTok's not as young as you thought it was. Yeah, that's fascinating. I, I could have gotten lots of guesses. I couldn't believe when I saw that. Yeah, and so this is uh, this comes from you can Google 
<laughs> unfortunate name, App Ape. Uh, this was a study done March 2021. Uh, the Google will throw all sorts of stuff at you. I, I, I spent some time on HubSpot and a couple others to verify that these numbers weren't completely made up. It's just pretty amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, that's what I got. That's good. Doesn't start with it. It did start with two T's. So you you're so up, up to seven. Nine, no nine nine nine, nine nine T's. Yeah, nine T. That was good. That was really good. Keep telling yourself yeah. that. Yeah, just keep telling yourself that. This was episode twenty two X, the the good version of the how to validate your donors. That was a good try. It was, it was, it was a good episode. We had a good time. Yeah, it was good. On our next episode of Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast, we will talk about why the next video you post to Facebook should be a musical number. Oh, nice. Yeah. Kind of a... Music, music man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. That starts with T, which rhymes with P. <laughs> it's a music man reference. Rhymes with pool. Yep. <laughs> I'm here all week. Give your waitresses. I'm Ryan Thomas. And I'm Steve Thomas. Another T. That's right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Tune back in next week for another fresh episode of Not Your Father's Fundraising Podcast.